What the hell are they talking about? Featuring your host, Dude Man and the Spaz. Welcome to the show. This is What the Hell Are They Talking About? I am Dude Man, and I'm here with my buddy, the Spaz. Hello. This is episode five. Cuatro. Cinco. (laughs) (laughs) I failed Spanish in high school. Oh, man. Apparently, I never even took it, and I knew that was wrong. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) I think I do frequently. (laughs) The wife is not doing her job. Where is she? Uh, Probably fucking herself. Who knows? She's in the shower. She is in the shower. Ooh. All the possibilities here. While you and I are yeah. sitting four doors deep in your almost said basement, again back to the creepy child van that we're talking about last week. Oh my week. lord! <laughs> in your garage, <laughs> we keep going back to that for some reason. Well, you do have these creepy little hook things hanging from your ceiling. It looks like it could be related to BDSM or some sort of swing. Yeah, I wish it was that cool. That's just a microphone stand. Stand from your ceiling? Yes. Is that like a microphone stalactite? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stalagmite, stalactite. How do you know which is which in that situation? I just went for it. (laughs) It's the confidence. Well, fair enough, fair enough. We got a fun show for everybody this week. Um, I'm going to kind of just knock it off here or start it off here. Uh, While I was traveling abroad a few weeks ago, I kind of had a funny little, like, I just noticed something. I was out eating uh, eating and having a nice thing of coffee with my uh, father-in-law, and I was just uh, sitting in this restaurant or cafe or whatever you want to call it, and all of a sudden I heard this just girl with this nice Australian accent. I was just like, oh, I bet you she's really cute. I know. <laughs> Good day, mate. So I turn around and I take a look, and holy shit, she had to have been at least 350 pounds. And Go on. It just made me come to this realization. It's just like, oh, man. <laughs> no matter how cute somebody's accent might be. Or that, their voice. Yeah, that, that, that weight thing kind of, I don't know, it kind of trumps it. And here's the thing, too. It's just like, girls are going to get all pissed off at me for saying what I'm saying here. But it's like, I think that, you know, everybody that's just talking about, oh, man, I love uh, I love that Australian accent. Oh, those Hemsworth guys. Oh, my gosh, I love that. Dreamy. Oh, that's so wonderful. If you, uh, if you took away that six-pack that they got and the abs and the, the pectorals that they have, um, yeah, they're not really as dreamy as, <laughs> as they lead it on to be there. Dude man's going to get some hate mail pretty soon. Because you're calling all of them uh, objectivists, basically. Yeah, well, it's the truth. I mean, they've got a lot of magazines about style and stuff. And <laughs> Every single time I walk through checkout line into Cosmo, I was like, 36 new ways to please your man and 18 ways to trim your belly fat. Yeah, you'll never guess who's let themselves go. Doctors hate him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If out of anybody that I expect to get hate mail from on this, it's definitely my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Why are you checking out the girls, huh? I'm not saving you on this one. Yeah, You're on it's your okay. Own. Well, I don't expect any saving. <laughs> but you did mention so that she had a cute voice yes. and a cute accent. And then yes. you turned around and you are like, whoa, occupy oh, my entire hey. field of vision. Excellent. Oh, wow. I could watch you, like, a movie. If you threw like an apple up into the air, would it like, start forming an orbit around her? It's very possible. Like It was it was scary. I was just like, ah, oh, she's just on vacation. But <laughs> I don't know if that... that really works in this situation <laughs> like trying to trying to talk myself into you know being nicer about <laughs> this you know? the guilty conscience kicks it's like right. so by the way dude uh, man you gotta so mean but yeah no it doesn't work okay so i can't club a baby seal this weekend so i just had that comment yeah <laughs> but she does have a future in the phone sex operating business so That's... for all you gentlemen that like to call those right. and they sound so dreamy mm-hmm. and seductive probably wearing mumus She's yes. going to take a stab in the dark. Yeah, it's very possible. If you're attractive, for, like you, the whole song, Video Killed the Radio Star, probably applies to the female species in terms of attractiveness of the voice. Yes, and uh, it was it was such a letdown. Like, uh, And I would imagine it's probably the same letdown, like, you know, the first time that me and my wife decided to get naked, you know. It wasn't a letdown <laughs> for me when she got naked. It was probably a huge letdown for her when she saw me get naked. I would like to add, since we're talking about uh, Dude Man's sexual life, although this time not in solo form, that I was there the day that this occurred. <laughs> I remember the first day she came over to your family's house. Oh, yeah. 
And that was when we sealed the deal. And <laughs> you, well, what was it about lighting a candle in your room? And why? Do you remember oh. why you did that? Well, I'm pretty sure because it just smelled like man in there. <laughs> she got the impression that it was like trying to be all cute and romantic. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like, <laughs> it was not what that was for. It smelled like eighty-year-old ass. That it really cleaned. did. I mean, and. And Spaz knows because he, he was in that room and he smelled 80-year-old ass. Well, sometimes. In my defense, <laughs> I have some pretty nasty allergies, so my sense of smell is pretty shit. Yeah. Which is probably why I can tolerate being in you with like, this enclosed box. <laughs> Fair enough. Yep. And uh, it is pretty pretty small in it's here. It's like eh, four and a half by six and a half by... 10 or 8, 9? Yep, and it's just kind of stagnant right now because, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's no air moving. <laughs> yeah, we do, it, it's adorable. Dude Man actually went out and bought a wall-mounted AC unit mm-hmm. and then carved a hole in his wall because he has this extra building that's built within his garage. So kind of neat looking. And then uh, Dude Man's a musician, so it's part of his setup. And he cut a hole in his wall. And then last week when I was at work, sent me a picture of a wall-mounted AC unit. I think the text was something about, like, this is how much I love you. (laughs) He wanted me to be comfortable in the summer while we're doing this in his garage. I did this for the spaz here i was just that was the first and foremost thing i was worried about (laughs) not at all the fact that you probably spend 20 or 30 hours a week here yeah well you know i wasn't spending any time out here (laughs) because this summer uh, what i tried to do when i built this room is i tried to pump in air conditioning from the house and uh apparently i mean i am no hvac expert and that really 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 just drove that home this summer where i was just like Man, none of the things that I ever thought were going to work in this situation worked at all. It's like a gerbil blowing at us through a straw. Exactly. No difference. It was uh, it was pretty pathetic. <laughs> That's right. I can see the little vent up there. It looks professional. It, uh, it's great. And you know, I know what? I didn't even install that. It was uh, it was the, the contractors that we had come in and do it. They did so, a good job. I mean, they did it. I mean, they were probably like, fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> Your half-ton heat pump outside is yeah. not going to do this. Yeah, no, exactly. So it just, uh, it, it, it was necessary to go buy the wall-mounted air conditioner. So so we're bringing it back to the, the trailer park with that look there. Ah, yeah, throwback <laughs> days, okay. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's funny, so um, one of my, what's it, brother? Hold on, I, I fucking suck at family trees, so I got to like do the decision tree in my head to figure out where they are in relation. So that's my stepbrother. Got it, finally. My stepbrother, um, he has a tin can kind of to- fifth wheel. So okay. it's like a, about the size of this. You know, Looks like aluminum, basically. Had no AC. So what he did is he took a pair of wire cutters. Not wire cutters, but um, tin snips. Yeah. So basically like robust fucking scissors. Mm-hmm. And just like, and like carved a hole in the side of the... Oh. Yeah, so in the side of his little fifth wheel. Yeah. And then took one of these that is... So a wall-mounted HVAC thing, and just like shoved it in there. Yeah, the, that worked. It's the shittiest-looking job ever. I like, bet someone took a rock to try to open a can of peas. Oh my lord! So sharp edges. There's like little bits of blood dripping there. Oh, I bet. <laughs> God, like, that's scary sounding. He's like, "Nice, you know, nice and cool out here." I was like, what the fuck? I bet. Yeah, just don't move it ever. <laughs> Great, it's stationary at this one spot at the lake. Yeah, you kids, stay in the back. Watch out for falling air conditioners. Did you get your tetanus shot? Yeah, no. Um, yeah, we didn't use tin snips. <laughs> <laughs> that actually looks a little more professional. Yeah, and why are tin snips like the best cutting tool ever, but you're not supposed to use it on anything but tin? It I- makes no sense to me. Well, if you want to go up or notch, you can get one of those snippers that are used to cut off bike locks or like locker room locks. With a life, or with a jaws of life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have that like attached to an air compressor in your garage. Dad, cut this for me. <laughs> Ow, my arm. Well, I told you not to get it in the way. Honey, we have a paraplegic. No, wait. Amputee. Amputee. I've only had three or four cups of coffee, so... Uh, three or four. <laughs> what is uh, the average amount of coffee that you need to have well, in a day in so, order to function? So I, I need to have at least two cups to get out of the house and not be, like, homicidal or yeah. danger to others. So road rage would be an issue. So it's two cups to get out of the house. There was a moment last week when my coffee bean grinder... So I buy coffee beans whole and I grind them every morning just for freshness and, you know, to, to appear snobby, I guess. Yes. And... The first couple times I tried the coffee grinder didn't work. 
And for a brief moment, I was like, oh, fuck, I have to call out sick today. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I'm going to make it out the door. I'm going to end up oh, in jail. No. <laughs> I'm going to kill somebody. Yeah, Somebody's going to be dead today. That was like a legitimate thought. I was like, oh, fuck, how much? Okay, I have enough sick time. And it's like I gave it a good shake, banged it around, like somehow sent a prayer to Jesus, and then it started working for me. He's like, all right, I guess I got to go work. <laughs> You're like, work. <laughs> Please. Come on. Work. So, so two to get out the door and then about a third by the time i get to work and then usually another one or two in the afternoon for like if i don't have a siesta you know when i had to wa- wake up early in the morning and wait, uh, wait, wait, no. <laughs> yeah, I had, what is early well i mean what was it there, there was one job that i had before the current job that i do that uh they were trying to get me in there at eight. <laughs> oh no what <laughs> 95% of the workforce, and you had to try to, you know, glom yeah. onto that? No, I wasn't. Oh, dude, man. wasn't working for me. I am a picture of the Indian man standing beside the road <laughs> where the litter went out, and I have a single tear dripping down Just my cheek. one tear. Yeah, them. Feel bad for me. I want everybody to feel bad for me. Uh, send me an email. Tell me how bad you feel for me right now that I had to wake up and be at a place by 8 o'clock. But here's how the long thing. did this job last? Uh, well, job didn't last, last that long at all. And actually, when I started working with them, I'm like, just so you guys know, this is 8 o'clock thing. <laughs> That's not going to fucking work. Like, I'm not going to be able to be here. And uh, I usually showed up like 9.30 most of the time. <laughs> just like roll on in. I rolled on in and I drank so much coffee. That's the one thing that was cool about that job is they always had coffee ready for us. It was just sitting there and I was just like, oh, thank God. And it was like, the thing was, it wasn't the best coffee ever. Well, no, but it's like, free. They had like Folgers and I think you make something else in there. So, I mean... It didn't taste terrible. I wasn't like, you know, slitting my wrist being like, why this? Why this coffee? Dumping a bucket of creamer. I might as well not drink this. You know, like, no, it wasn't anything like that. But, uh, yeah, no, I uh, I had healthy amounts of uh, coffee there. And it was like, I, I brought in my own mug. And it wasn't like, you know, your normal little cup of coffee. <laughs> it was pretty much probably like big a gulp. big fucking gulp of, you know, coffee that I had every single day. And it was like one of those hand pump kind of things to get your coffee. I would pretty much tap that fucking thing out every time I went down. Ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. It got to the point where it, every time, you know, I went down there, they were just like, Okay, dude, man, we just need you to make uh, another pot of this for the <laughs> a couple. whole complex here. Because apparently you're drinking all of our coffee. You just come in, there's like massive fucking craft that's labeled dude, man. Pretty much. I've always had this thought. Um, and then there's, I used to work at an office job for four years while I was an undergrad. And I wish I would have had the balls to pull this off. It would have been hilarious. So used to pull all sorts of office pranks like figuring out that you can pop off keys on a keyboard and rearrange them and put them back yeah. in and for people who couldn't touch type they couldn't they come back to their desk and like try to log back in with their password <laughs> and then lock themselves out and then it would come out and be like the fuck is with your keyboard the p and the o are mixed and the m's where the a is and like everything's just ass backwards everybody's uh doing the hunt and peck method even it <laughs> yeah so it was fantastic and then i also figured out that you can place a piece of tape on the bottom of the mouse to cover up the little laser beam All so they right. come back and like they wiggle their mouse, the little icon wouldn't move, or the mouse cursor wouldn't move on the screen. And then I'd look over and I'd see like half of the entire workforce like under their desk, like checking plugs. And then, by the way, Dude Man's mom was my boss. So like <laughs> I was probably responsible for quite a bit of lack of productivity some yeah. afternoons. And then there's also a time where you could take a screenshot of their back, their desktop mm-hmm. and then remove all their icons and then make the screenshot the background to yeah. where the icons were. So anyway, the best part, though, and if you're out there if you do this, please let me know how it goes. Taking the coffee, which is usually like, you no know, fairly crappy coffee, but decent strength, and then starting to make it in the morning and weaning in more and more decaf to where after the period of about six to eight weeks, everyone's taking just decaf and they don't even realize it because it's just a gradual, <laughs> gradual desensitization. the most devious thing I've ever heard. But wait, right after everyone's done and they're used to drinking decaf and they have zero tolerance for caffeine, switch that shit to espresso. <laughs> Watch people lose their shit. Did you really do this? No, I, I wish I would have had the balls to. I wanted to for four goddamn years. Oh my lord! But I was like, the tuition reimbursement at this place is pretty sweet. I kind of don't want to piss off dude man's mom. <laughs> wow, that's a that's a pretty epic story. All right. So if you're out there, please, and you do this, please drop us a line. Yes, and uh, if it's coming from a correctional facility, we will accept the charges. <laughs> 
as far as uh, the collect call is. Yep, yep. Or just drop us a voicemail or carrier pigeon or something. Yeah, <laughs> carrier pigeon's probably more like it. <coughs> oh, man. I already know your butthole cell phone that you have to like, bring in. <laughs> yeah. You need more condoms for the butthole cell phone. <laughs> oh, so I used to work at a detox facility for substance abusers. And when they would come in part of the assessment process, make sure they don't have any shit with them, like bring in the unit, because sometimes they would try to come on the unit and just have, just have a safe place to shoot bring up. Bring in the unit, and then they would try to come on the unit. they try to come. Yes. Probably happened, too. So they would have to, like, shake out their clothes and, like, get padded down to make sure they weren't, like, sneaking any shit in. And one time there was this guy that was there, and he was shooting up in the bathroom, like, needle, spoon. So he's cooking his heroin. So you have to have, like, a spoon that's bent backwards, so you're mm-hmm. holding it. And you have the heroin on the spoon, you have a lighter, and then you have to have cotton to suck out the impurities when you use the syringe. And then you can shoot up. Jesus and Christ. So I've never used any of this, but I know all about it from being <laughs> in a detox facility for a couple of years great stories anyway so we were really fucking confused as to how he snuck the shit in because like he got patted down we knew he had done it a couple times uh, before and so and at there it came to the point where um one of our supervisors like we're gonna do fucking jumping jacks i think i know what's going on here <laughs> jumping jacks because the hypothesis was it was in his ass yeah <laughs> jumping jacks is an interesting <laughs> way to make it just plop out of there it worked <laughs> <laughs> but it was so there was a spoon, a lighter, the worst thing ever, and a fucking neat like a I don't know the size of the needle. I'm guessing it's like insulin sized because that's usually what they like. You can go to Walmart and buy mm-hmm. insulin needles, and they don't like have to have a prescription or card or anything. So, but like all that was up this guy's ass, bah! And he was willing to like do jumping jacks to try to sneak away with it, bah! I would have just been like, you guys got me. <laughs> <laughs> but also imagine being the assessment, like the intake person who's like. The condom covered in poo falls on the floor, and like you're like, who touches this? And it has all that in there. Uh huh. Oh my lord! <laughs> the fuck was it like a Magnum condom? Is able to put all? That I don't shit know. In? I did not witness it. I had the opportunity to review some of the footage, and I elected not to. Oh my lord! I, I, I have like I have this in my head. Like it's like fucking Mary Poppins bag, but a condom. <laughs> it's like, Pulling out a fucking hat rack. And shit. I know. I think that was more of his anus. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just like handkerchiefs keep coming out. How do you keep doing that, sir? Like we're not even angry anymore. We're just impressed. Yeah, like one, the desperation and the, I guess the intent of like I am cramming this up there. So there was some point where he was in public or behind a bush, like lubing himself up to go hide this in there, and like waddling on in, and then goes to our bathroom, pulls it back out, oh, and then man. yeah, we're just like, oh, gross. Oh, man. So glad I don't work there anymore. I'm glad I uh, never, ever got myself into any kind of situation where I was just, ugh. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I'm pretty sure if I was ever desperate enough, I, I, I could. I, I'm that kind of a person where I probably could shove something up my ass if I needed to. I don't think that would work considering the frequency of your bowel movements. You'd have a, a good, good 60 minutes before like, it's coming out right. anyway. It's like, all right, well, at least I know it's coming out. <laughs> Not getting lost, I guess. That's true. Won't, like snake its way up the intestines. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, it's not. It's not gonna be like a. What the hell are those? Not a gopher. Gays <laughs> 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 using gophers now. What's this world coming to? Next time you pull up in front of your house, it's gonna be like one of those coit vans, like the snake that's like going on into the house. <laughs> but you're like, uh, it's not going in the toilets. What the fuck's going on here, dude? Man, why are you on all four? Oh God! So <laughs> he called me for this is uh, whatever. He signed the waiver. <laughs> I love to be the lawyer that has to draft that document in case of anal rupture. <laughs> <laughs> you release us from all liability. <laughs> release. Right. Oh my Lord. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck we got it. So cell phone condom, drop us a line. I love tracing my train of thought some days. <laughs> Yeah, got to do man bent over getting this gopher up his ass mm-hmm. <laughs> drop us a line oh coffee thing got it there we go yeah so dude man was drinking a cup of coffee and he when he came back from hawaii brought back this fan fucking tastic kona coffee and that's i good. just got done slamming two cups so that's where the um we dovetail a little bit two cups you son of a bitch <laughs> You have none left in your French I know, press. there's only three in there. <laughs> Asshole. I told you, like, there was informed consent on that. Like, I'm oh going back God. in to grab another cup. And I guess like, that makes that okay, then. You didn't say anything. <laughs> Do you want me to say, dude, man, I'm about to take the last cup. Is, is that okay? Are you, you sure? Know, I don't even really care, just as long as you enjoyed it. Fuck yeah, I did. Because uh, I was in Hawaii enjoying it. 
And I was looking at fat Australian <laughs> girls, apparently. And you went to Costco and brought me back a condom-sized thing of Kona coffee. Yes. <laughs> Two ounces. Crikey, this is some delicious coffee. Fucking <laughs> 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 I see the hut over there. <laughs> and that's Chewbacca. I know. I just felt that's the only noise I can make. Well, I'm proud of you. I'm glad we were able to get that in there finally. <laughs> That's all I got in terms of Star Wars, ladies and gentlemen. Oh man, you're on your own. You got an R2D2 impersonation? That was magical right there. How about the one where he like gets electrocuted? <laughs> I don't think the amount of coffee that's like coursing through my veins right now is helping this situation. I, I, you're shaking a little bit. Right I, I do feel the sweat coming on. I don't know if it's because we turned off the wall unit or what. But yeah, I think so. The unit. Dude man and I are making some pretty intense eye contact though. We are. and it's, We're uh, talking about magnum condoms and being bent over. Yes. And gophering. <laughs> and you know, the spaz is totally like shaking right now. So it's making it even better. <laughs> Uh, uh, some would even say quivering. With anticipation. <laughs> I'm licking my lips. Didn't you get sick a couple days ago? I totally <laughs> did. <laughs> Funny how we get to this part here. Oh my god, yeah. I, uh, you call it the monster. I do. <laughs> I I've monster. never experienced this, thank the lord. Oh, really? No. You've never experienced this, Not but you simultaneously. got a funny name for it, huh? Yeah, yeah, because of my brother told me about it. Oh my god. That's where you either grab the trash can. I'll let you explain your experience of this, because okay. it's better than I So, um, some people call it the stomach flu. Some people call it a stomach bug, if they're being cute. Um, my daughter got sick over the weekend, last weekend, and... Uh, and uh, yeah, she had the proverbial monster also, but uh, somehow managed to skip my wife. My wife was taking care of my daughter the whole fucking time, <laughs> but skipped right over her, and I managed to get it. I uh, stayed as far away from my daughter as I could to make sure that I wasn't getting sick. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. So your wife was spending a lot of time around a sick daughter, didn't get sick, mm-hmm. yet somehow you did. Yes. I'm wondering if some sniffly tissues are like rubbed on your pillow because you're like, fuck this guy he's not doing very possible <laughs> like how the, the pilgrims came over and gave all the native americans fucking yeah. blankets and fast him with shit <laughs> sleep on daddy's pillow you won't mind yeah, exactly. <laughs> i think we know why you got sick oh we're on to you now wifey we're on to you <laughs> but um yeah so throughout all of this i ended up getting sick it was pretty magical um so the monster in this case is when uh, you end up puking. Well, actually, you're shitting. Diarrhea. And like, then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, fuck, I got to puke now. So uh, that's what I had going on. But the thing was, is it didn't start that way for me. The way that it started was is that uh, I just, all of a sudden, I just had the, uh, some would call the Hershey squirts. <laughs> Basically, yeah, every time I was going to the bathroom and I had to drop a deuce, it was like I was literally pissing out of my asshole. And I know everybody's scrunching their nose up like, ah, why is he saying that? Like, no, everybody's fucking been there. <laughs> everybody's had piss ass before. Allow us to help you connect with that memory. So, like, the, the, the night was kind of just starting out where I was just like, oh, man. Man, I don't know why I've got this piss ass going on right now. So I was just doing that, going to the bathroom every, you know, five minutes, which, you know... My norm is about every 10 minutes, so, I mean, it wasn't too out of the question, you know, being in five minutes there. But uh, right as my wife was going to bed, all of a sudden, uh, I was like, oh, man, I got to do this again. So I went into the bathroom, started pissing out my asshole, and all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I think I might actually puke this time. So uh, While you're sitting? Yeah, while I was sitting on the toilet. And... Uh, so I started like being like, oh, man, I need to do something about this. <laughs> Going to hit code red pretty soon. Because <laughs> I'm just sitting there. I've got nothing around me to puke into. So I got to, you know, I got to do the about face into the toilet there. <laughs> <laughs> There's a point in your life where you're just like, is this worth it? Or I just want to clean this off of the floor. Yeah. And uh, it, it was <laughs> like I got that to that desperation where I was just like, oh, fuck. I realized I get, I'm going to be puking. Like it's happening. Like there's no there's no turning around from this. It's just it's inevitable. I'm like staring it in the eye. It's like a train coming down the tracks. <laughs> like it's going to be here no matter what, you know. And uh, so basically I start going after the toilet paper to wipe my ass. So I don't have this drippy ass like on the floor, you know. 
So I go and I'm doing it, and I only have one hand available. I don't know why I have one hand available. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can venture a guess. <laughs> but I only had one hand available, and I kept trying to get the toilet paper. And the toilet paper, you know what, when it just gets stuck on the roll, and like no matter how much you spin it, like it's just not going to let go. Try to use centrifugal force to yeah, free it. <laughs> it wasn't working that way. So I went to go and... Uh, to go and get it off that way and then eventually i was able to get a piece there and literally just pulled off one square <laughs> of toilet paper i'm just like looking at it and just like the desperation just building up even more inside of me like it's going from desperation to just sheer terror at this point it's like oh no <laughs> so i'm just sitting there spinning it some more and finally i catch and i like i'm able to get all the toilet paper i need wipe blah 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 and like flush the toilet i remembered to do that thank, thank god, god. <laughs> But uh, turned around and uh, I just fucking I just started calling dinosaurs, man. I was just like oh, oh, and like it was like that. I was just like screaming. <laughs> and the, the the funny thing was, my wife did not even know I was in there puking my brain no, no, out. No, no, no. I think she knew. She was just like over there, just like leaning on her side, doing the finger tinting as she's lying asleep. <laughs> That's very possible. <laughs> Got you good fucking dude, man. Uh, that's, uh, that's probably a little bit more along the lines of what it was. And uh, <laughs> the, the thing, I mean, I was puking all night, man, and shitting and puking and shitting and puking. And, uh, and you know that smell that you smell when you first go onto an airplane? Yeah, that, like, recycled air. Yeah, it's kind of what it started <laughs> smelling like after a while. So uh, that was my experience. And every time I get onto a plane, that's... <laughs> Oh, it's no. going to remind me of. <laughs> Next flight to Hawaii, you're just like, I got to go to the bathroom. Right. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, needless to say, that was a very interesting, interesting <laughs> beginning of my week there. Mm. Man, you sn- like sneeze and cough every one of our shows here. That's cough, and I have lovely fucking allergies. So I get like the post-nasal drip. Mm. So <clears throat> I have to frequently go to the grocery store to like, get stuff for like Allegra. I want to get some nasal court. Visine A to help my eyes. Oh, the A. Yeah, yeah, the A. Love the A. <laughs> and so that helps a lot. So if I have post-nasal drip like right about now, <clears throat> I'm having to clear my throat, cough, a whole bunch of shit. Uh, which reminds me, uh, this last week when I was at the grocery store, I was picking up, I think, like Allegra and some bananas. Yeah, it's like two things. And at our grocery store, they have this pretty unique, at least maybe in our state, like self-checkout. To where there's like one little worker and between four and eight self-checkout machines where like you go up, you scan your item, you bag it yourself, <clears throat> move on, self-pay. If you have a problem, like they come over. Mm-hmm. So I'm standing there with like my two fucking items. And there's this lady up there. And as I'm watching, like she like scans something, like it goes beep. And like does the puppy dog eye look to the poor worker and it's like, question and like the worker go over and like push a couple buttons use her little scantron on her you know device she has say a prayer sacrifice something and then like move away and the lady would continue on so this went on for a good like 40 items and halfway through she decided it'd be a great idea to let her daughter do this oh good so daughter's like trying to scan bananas and i'm just like do you fucking see a barcode on the bananas I will come over there and murder you. <laughs> Face being caught in possible prosecution because you're trying to scan a fucking banana. <laughs> and like the, the old mom's just sitting there, it's like, no, it's okay. Here's, no, no, try again. No, and it's like, no. and the mom doesn't get it either. Mushhead, it's, there's okay. no barcode on this. Yeah. Oh my God. And so i like, eventually, I see like the little worker person like catch on to what's going like start to cackle and like i make eye contact with her look over at the mush head and like look back at her like i'm gonna fucking kill someone it's like so she gets the hit and goes over and like shows him you weigh it mm-hmm. near the code 4011 oh, and it says no. done i recognize it's an anner and then you move on <laughs> my, my favorite is like it's not even my favorite it's just the worst thing ever like i don't understand why anybody goes through these fucking self-checkout I do. especially with produce i do like, see it, it's not fucking rocket science like you learn how to use the machines fucking words learn how to use the (laughs) i'm so angry right now i just can't even talk no you learn how to use the machine you do not go through if you have eight million fucking items like that's go wait in line like get the fuck out of the way well if you have eight million you're not even supposed to go through there i think you're only supposed to go through there if you have 15 items no no that's the like that's the quick speedy checkout the self-checkout there's no limit but there's some dickheads like i can do this faster than the professional it does this 40 hours a week and then they just like they fuck it up and i was no you're go back to kindergarten allow someone else to bag your shit for you (laughs) 
this is not your big accomplishment of the day of checking yourself out at the grocery store. <laughs> I am going to take this privilege away. Get on the phone as you're leaving. Guess what I did, Billy? <clears throat> Fucking checked myself out. I'm a man. I did amazing. And uh, you know what? When I got to that piece of produce I had, didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. And if, if you have kids with you and you think it's cute, like, fuck you. Do not do that. You do not allow right. your child to hold up a giant fucking line. Right. Because they're going to only experience that when you try to do things on your own and be independent. You're going to look behind you and you're going to see me behind you pissed the fuck off. Right. I'm still angry about this. I, like, I, I just... I, I speed and efficiency. Get out of the way. <laughs> Yeah, this kind of goes back to uh, the people that walk into the doors and just, you know, stop right in front of everybody as they enter the uh, grocery stores or the Costco's or the Anywhere's. Same kind of fucking idea, except for you're holding us uh, even more hostage because we're ready to fucking go. <laughs> Why are we coming here? Oh, to get... Oh, I'm getting formed Voltron into my ass with the cart behind me. <laughs> Why is this guy pushing me? Yeah, see, then I don't understand how what they do is any less rude than me just running them the fuck over. See, I'll squeeze by him like I'm pretty nimble. And then I get like the dirtiest looks like, oh, how dare you? I'm like, fucking don't stop right you there. You are being a cocksucker, just so you know. Like that right there, you might as well add a dick in your mouth. <laughs> Ow. Extreme. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I can show you where the cucumbers are in plantains. <laughs> you can show us where the cucumbers are. I had plenty of enjoyment that in the Costco last week. That was, no, four weeks ago now. What oh, was it? Shit, yeah, that was a while ago. Oh, damn, okay. Yeah, oh. guy counting beads and shit. Nope, oh, yeah. No. <laughs> no, that was episode three. Okay, yeah, that was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that was, a, that was before my trip. Yeah, that's right, you son of a bitch. Not yeah. allowed to go anywhere ever again. I'm going to go places. <laughs> <laughs> not great places, but places. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going up, you're moving I'm laterally. Going places. I don't even care what you say. Not at all. <laughs> so, speaking of which, um, I was driving to work this past week, and this is not something that's unique just to this past week, but something happened where it like, triggered my inner barbaric, I want to drag a woman back to the cave by her hair, like oh, caveman damn. anger. Like, just fucking... Ah! So... On the freeway, there's this place where the freeway splits off and goes like merges with a different freeway that goes north-south. The one I'm on goes east and west. And there's this sign that signals like the exit number. And about once every three weeks, the sign's missing. <laughs> and what that is is some dipshit realized at the last minute, like, this isn't my exit. I'm going to cut through the gore over the gravel, 20 feet through the gravel, and hit the sign. <clears throat> And cost the city God knows how many thousands of dollars a year just to replace that one fucking sign. Why the fuck would you run into a sign with your car going 70 miles per hour? Because the, I want to give people some benefit of the doubt, but you fucking know where you work. Yeah. You know where your exit is. Oh, shit. <clears throat> yeah, I totally passed my work last night. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of those dicks. <laughs> well, I didn't, you know, pull over to the gore because out where I work, it's kind of out in the middle of the desert. That's true. It's like running over a cacti, yeah. a little bit of a rabbit. Right. I had to go through the old Elks Club to, <laughs> to turn around there. Yeah, but so every time, so there's this person, and I'm, depending on how much coffee I've had and if I'm irritable, like, I will not be nice and allow you just to move over at the last possible moment. So I will block you, and there's this guy doing 60, yes. going into the gore, and I'm doing 70, like, coming up behind him, and, like, you, you, you now in the gore, like, doing 60 and, like, the changing your tire or the police pull you over zone mm -hmm. and so i'm just like fuck this guy <laughs> full-blown horns like the entire way passing and i didn't accomplish shit but it felt damn good <laughs> i don't really have a point to that story just more of like i'm connected to my anger right now and there's a lot of things that piss me off yeah i do that shit all the time my favorite is when people are you know trying to do that thing like when you're at a stop sign and like or a stoplight and like they're right next to you and you know exactly what they're fucking going to do. They're going like, to gun it and cut you off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I drive a truck that, you know, it, it's not it's not a wuss. It's not a big old pussy vehicle. It's got it's one a, plus superchargers. It's, it's turbos. A, it, it, yeah, turbos, not superchargers. So it gets up and goes. It's got a little giddy up, as the cowboys like to say. And, uh, yeah, I like that. That's one of my favorite things. It's just like when I know that they think that they're going to be gunning it off the line, I fucking gun it. And there's <laughs> just... If, if they miss their turn, like, I just feel so <laughs> yeah, good about accomplished. it. I'm like, yes. I served justice today. Like, fuck you, dipshit. Yep. Mm. Um, 
somewhat related, but to the driving thing. You ever been on the freeway and noticed, like, the mangled fucking ladder on the side of the road? Right? <laughs> I am terrified to drive behind any sort of worker truck or any type of vehicle that has a ladder that looks like it may or may not be strapped down to the top of the vehicle. Well, you're scared. I'm scared of the fucking, you know, semi-truck that's got, like, the rebar that goes the whole length of its, you know, trailer. I've seen Final Destination. And, like, sinks <laughs> down. I'm just like, God damn. You look at rebar, and you're just like, oh, it's just fucking thin thing there and you actually pick that shit up you're like fucking hey this has got like the density of a black hole like this is insane that will go right through your windshield yeah. through your head and not even blink yeah and uh <laughs> that's that's the kind of shit that i get worried about yeah it's, yeah it's i go i connect to final destination like i fucking know where this ends and like there's usually like a vehicle like that has a rebar and about a quarter mile of no cars behind it right <laughs> everyone's oh, thinking the Lord. same thing or they just haul ass by it They're like ah <laughs> I'm drafting. So the worst one I ever saw on the freeway is most people can identify like the mattress or like the chair that's been like run over on the side of the road. When I used to work a little bit farther away and it was a bit more of a commute, I used to see some pretty interesting things. The best one was, um, I don't know, it was like a huge snow shovel, like not a shovel, but it was like three feet wide yeah. and like looked like it was made of iron or some yeah. really, really, really fucking Yeah, those ones tensile, don't fuck around. Strong tensile strength steel. And so I had to swerve around it. And then as I'm like looking in my rear view mirror, I see like a couple more cars swerve. And all of a sudden I see like a car hiccup. And then the thing apparently hit the front or like launched the, touched the shovel in the right way to where in my rear view mirror, I see the shovel doing like a somersault 10 feet up in the air and then continue to like bounce around between cars. Oh no, cars dang. Start ping ponging along the I-10. Yeah, it was that's pretty scary. nasty. Oh my Lord. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the worst I ever had, um, as uh, uh, the spaz has pointed out before that I'm a musician and uh, I actually play drums for a living. And uh, I was driving home one day with my drums in the back of my truck and I had my bass drum just roll out onto the freeway <laughs> once. <laughs> just shattered. Dude, it, just, like, it was the saddest thing ever. Like I was just like, oh, I was like looking in my review mirror. I'm just seeing my drums just kind of floating up here. I'm like, oh shit, I got to pull over. So I tried pulling over. I did that like Asian. Just, yeah, good luck everybody else kind of thing, you know. <laughs> And I just, like, pulled over as fast as I could, but it wasn't fast enough. That bitch just rolled right out, and it was, like, slow motion. It just, like, it was in a case, and, like, it just rolled out, and it just was, like, boom! Just exploded, like, all over the place. And I just pull over, and it's in the middle of the freeway. I'm, like, just sitting there. I'm, just, I'm, like, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that video on YouTube of that, uh, that chick that, um... It's like a kayaker, and there's a bear like eating her kayak, and she's videoing this for some reason. She's got like bear mace in her hand. And she's screaming at this bear, saying, "Don't eat my kayak, Mister Bear! Why are you doing this? Stop it! Stop it! Why are you doing this, Mister Bear?" And, like that just goes on forever like that, and this bear just does not give like any fucks at all. Like this chick's screaming at her and like spraying bear mace at her, um, but. You know how I'm tying this into what I'm talking <laughs> about here? Is the car or case the bear? <laughs> I was uh I was on the side of the freeway just watching all these cars almost hit this bass drum, and I'm just like, no! <laughs> what? Doing this freeway? Don't do this to my bass drum! Why are you doing this? Stop it! So is the bass Stop drum still it. potentially safe inside the case? Oh room? no, it was oh. all fucking over okay. the place. And I was like, I wasn't gonna go on the freeway. I was just like, no, I'm sorry, bass drum, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. And so I called the police, and uh, they were supposed to be coming to get me, but apparently, you know, the response time for that is about eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> eh, it'll take care of itself and yeah. splinter away. And uh, so there's just shit all over the freeway, and I'm just sitting there looking at it. I'm like, some motherfucker's gonna hit that, and their car is gonna start flipping down the road, and then I'm gonna get sued for lots of money. And, uh, yeah, it was just, I was so sad. I just was there, like, my head bent down like a sad Indian, you know? <laughs> and, uh, eventually there was, like, a tow truck that came by, or he was, like, hauling ass down the road, and he kind of saw there was some shit in the middle of the road, and he's like, ah, ah, and then he saw that I was standing over there, so what does he do? He stops in the middle of the freeway and turns on his hazards. I'm nice. like, ah, oh, cool, so I run out there, grab all my shit, and, uh, throw in my car, drive home, sad, right? Then I get a call from the police a little oh, bit no. later. They're like, um, we were told that you were, you know, waiting on the side of the road trying to get some debris out of the road. And I'm like, oh, uh, I thought that you guys sent the tow truck. Nope, I'm just sitting right here. I'm driving 40 minutes to get to you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ossifer. 
Thanks for calling. Yeah. How many cars would that have wrecked in the meantime? Great response time. Yeah. No, it was a... Gosh, dude. But yeah, you like to see, like, fucking full-on, like, like, love seats and shit on there. But, like, or, like, giant pieces of metal just, like, mangled. I was like, what the fuck is the rest of the car that hit that? dude. Oh, my lord. (laughs) How many fatalities did this ladder cause? Right? And it's just like, why? I feel like there's just so many people's tires just got fucking ruined. Like, why isn't there a line of people ahead of me just replacing their tire right now? Yeah, Knock on wood, never fucking had a tire blow out. God damn. Yeah, we need to do that. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of scary shit on the freeway that can happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I want to kind of bring something up that I've been, uh, that's been kind of pissing me off because there's been a lot of really terrible things that have been happening, you know, as far as like, you know, People bringing guns to schools and God shooting people up, and like, and that's fucking terrible. Like, and I don't care where you stand on the gun control issue. I don't give two fucks. Like, I really just don't care. Like, and and this is really kind of going into the point that I'm making. And it's not even necessarily just on the gun control issue. It's just when people go on Facebook or Twitter or wherever, and they just start fucking ranting about what needs to happen, what has to happen. And they just keep ranting about it. And they just got this fucking long-ass post. All I do is block that shit. Like, I have no desire to read that. Like, I have no desire to read anything that has to do with why you think a political person should be, you know, in power. Or why you think that something somebody did is, like, the worst fucking thing ever for the country. It's just... The only reason you post any of that shit is not to try to convert somebody to your way of thinking. It's just basically it ends up being that you just find the people that Agree think the you. same way as you, because because groupthink is never a bad idea. Exactly, and it, it, it's only getting worse, man. But it's even the best part is people who believe shit they find on Facebook and then they share it, and right? then that just spreads like wildfire. Or just the internet in general. <laughs> it's like, We're talking to you, millennials, right? It's just like. Please, I mean, can we do a little bit more research than Facebook? At least go to Snopes. <laughs> At least. Or Wikipedia, even. <laughs> yes. That's a little bit harder to just, you know, like, adjust than, you know, just a Facebook post, you know? Yeah. It's just, uh And it, it's, it's, and this is kind of, it's been pissing me off lately because it's like, everybody's talking about how, n- like, nothing seems to be working in this country anymore. And I blame it on goddamn Facebook and Twitter because <laughs> you're gonna say the president. <laughs> no, I don't blame it on. I don't blame it on the president. I mean, I'm sure some of it's his fault, and I'm sure everybody. They, I'm sure. Sorry, I shouldn't say everybody. I'm sure that you know a group of people that are seeing each other's posts that agree with each other. You know, agree with that. And then you've got another group of people that only see each other's posts that you know disagree with that. But the point that I'm making is, is you know, okay, like I've been watching Facebook. You know, just with friends that I have that, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm reading their post and they are just downright fucking nasty when they're writing shit online. Just nasty motherfuckers. And you see them in person, never ever talk like that. The anonymity of the internet is a powerful Even with your goddamn name right there. (laughs) Like, I don't understand. I just... It's, I it, need to be heard. That's what ruins it for me. I'm just like, why? How are you are not this nasty of a person if I'm like face to face with you? Like if we were to actually have a conversation about what you're talking about right now, I really doubt that it'd be as heated as you're writing right now. Like I, I know that you can't really talk to me in all caps <laughs> or exclamation points. Yeah, but you know, it's just like, wow, like. I think that's that, like for me, like this this nation or this world. If we want to solve shit, we need to stop like fucking resorting to the social networks so much, yeah. thinking that that's going to be what changes it. Well, that's also see the problem with that is <clears throat> is individuals who like millennials again picking on you because it's true empirical research. So the book Generation Me, the book Face Hooked, go check those out. Um, so the millennial generation is used to instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Like they post something online, they're used to having people immediately like it or immediately respond. They're used to having a occasional, like sometimes justifiable strong voice, but they're used to being able to have an outlet and being heard right away and that they mean something. It's like the whole participation trophy thing. <laughs> I get that it comes from a good place at times, but it can also cause a lot of fucking problems. So when you're raising a group of individuals who are used to getting applauded just for being alive and converting oxygen to carbon dioxide, 
Well, not, no, yeah, carbon dioxide. <laughs> like, Which one's the one that doesn't kill you? Like, we're not trees, right? <laughs> Fern Gully, go. Ah, oh, you're derailing me. Where was I going on my rant? You were uh, talking about how millennials are, you know, getting their goddamn, you know, yep. participation trophies. Yeah, so if you're conditioned to, like, being rewarded for just breathing, mm-hmm. like, and something doesn't go your way, and when you get to the real world, like, you know, maybe college or high school or your career, and your boss doesn't reward you just for showing up and, like, dicking around and fucking with everyone else at work like I did, <laughs> <laughs> then <laughs> I got lucky. Um <laughs> Then you might have a bit of an issue on your hands. It's like you have to learn some emotional regulation skills. Like the world is not going to pander toward you. Uh, well, the funny thing to me is, is like half the shit that I'm reading anymore. Like, if one group of people were to say some of the shit that I'm seeing people posting online about stuff, it would be considered fucking hate speech if oh, it yeah. was coming from this group. <laughs> you know. But just because, like, these other people are starting to be, like, I don't even want to say it's in the minority. It's just, like, like you say, that group thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I'm not I'm not talking about Republicans. I'm not talking about Democrats. I'm just talking about people. Like, oh, yeah. Because it's it, everybody's fucking guilty of it. <laughs> you yeah. know? Like, it's it's not just one group or whatever you want to say. Like, like, to me, like, I'm just starting to look at all this shit. Like, okay, I'm working out and... Usually Fox News is on, okay. right? So I avoid the trend next to that. Uh, dude, I try to, but yeah, like, for some factor. reason, good. What did yeah, Obama do wrong today? Well, that's the thing. You can just see these motherfuckers on Fox just huffing and puffing, just fucking pissed off, just spouting like the most hateful shit ever. And that's what it is. It's fucking hate. I don't give a shit what anybody says, and I don't know how it's not considered a hate group. Yeah, it's not even constructive. It's just like dumping not. shit. It really is. And, and you know what? People are eating it up and like i that's the fucking issue right there it's like everybody is just being so goddamn hateful right now and it starts with shit like that that's because we're all used to externalizing our problems on other people like it's not my fault or anything i did it's that other group that group that doesn't agree with me and think the same way i do they're the evil ones no and that's that's the thing man (laughs) before there was all this bullshit that we're dealing with now far as social networks and 24-hour television or sorry not television but uh 24 hours news programs Uh, before that you know um all of our politicians were kind of forced to play with each other and when i say play with each other i'm not saying like a sexual way (laughs) i mean they probably do that anyway but um i'm saying like play nicely with each other like they have to fucking compromise like compromise is nowhere anywhere anymore and it's not just in politics it's with so many people. It's everybody out there. It's just like nobody wants to compromise anymore. And it seems like like as a nation, as a world, we're starting to kind of come to another standstill. You know? Yeah. like I think we need to build our fallout shelter bunker. Oh, my gosh. Is, does this count where we're at right now? I know it's totally above ground. <laughs> Made <laughs> out of wood. soundproof. Nuclear <laughs> bombs are, you know, they destroy things to sound right. We're okay. Right, exactly. Uh, but... I'm sorry, this is kind of a little rant here, but this that's is the whole point of this podcast. That's, that's like this week, I was just kind of looking at this. I'm just like, motherfuckers, like this is a social network. Like, I mean, I don't know. I go on here and I'd rather just read shit that makes me happy, you know? Or, yeah, cute videos of kittens. But quick know. interjection. So, everyone, like anytime like a massive shooting happens, I'm bringing it up because we've had multiple in the last couple of days. Um, I think we're averaging like one mass shooting a fucking day in this country right now of some kind, which is pathetic so last week was oregon um several individuals died because of one shithead um a couple days ago at nau one individual died because of some shithead thankfully they caught him he wasn't coward enough or maybe they prevented him from engaging in his cowardice to kill himself so i'm glad that happened so there's me some fucking justice oh there was like three shootings yesterday yeah, yeah there's a couple outside of a university in texas and there's a couple more that in that same university so i could go on around about that but like just want stop fucking shooting each other you goddamn twats um Getting angry again. <laughs> I train of thought. Okay, hold on. So shootings. Well, I uh, think the point you're getting at is going to like instant gratification again. Oh, it, sort. Okay. So every time it's always not every time. I don't want to be you know black or white on this, but a lot of times it's always the individual like, oh, he's so nice in class. Yeah, he had some pictures of guns on his Facebook media and spouted about how he hated everyone and was going <laughs> to seek vengeance. Well, like, well, fucking do something. Like. That's concerning behavior. How long right. does this have to go on for where we see these red flags and then say, I'm a huge fan of natural consequences. Um, 
I've been in positions before where individuals will make comments of like wanting to kill other people and I get to dispatch the police to them. Oh, and, fine. And they're like, they get brought in like all pissed off. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, look what you wrote. <laughs> you this draws me. some attention. Like, it's the same thing as if you're going to threaten like a, you know, a politician and like in a way like the CIA, the Secret Service, the FBI is going to come fucking knocking on your door. Like there needs to be consequences and we need to not fucking handhold yeah. people so goddamn much. Like reinstitute Prima Noctis, as well as spanking, and I'm a happy man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to have to go with... Uh, I'm going to have to talk about this a little bit with as far as uh, what people would counter to that is more like, uh, well, that's uh, the First Amendment rights there. You can't be sitting there telling me what I can and can't say, you know? Oh, no, sure. Yeah, I'm not saying you can't, but there might be some consequences if you say that. Oh, absolutely. And that, But what I don't want to see this country going into is just because I say something doesn't mean you can come and arrest me, but... The point that you're making, which I want everybody to understand, I guess yeah, is what sure. I'm saying right now, is that if you fucking see somebody saying, okay, hey, yeah, I mean, I saw pictures of this a few weeks ago. Somebody was like, uh, somebody Snapchatted somebody else that, ah, I'm uh, going through my high school and uh, uh, this is who, this is how I'm going to go through and kill people. Like, somebody sent that to somebody else and they went to the police for it. Yeah, and it saved it. And it a- saved, like, a ton of people. Like, like, that's what you need to fucking do. Yeah. Not, oh, that's so cute. Little Timmy's just having a rough like, morning. Oh, no, buddy. Come on. Stop like, it. Like, be fucking... Sp- I can go on a tangent forever about mental health care and how that's so goddamn important in this world and parenting and families and, like, all that. Like, I am a huge believer in all of that, but I'm also a huge believer in consequences. Yeah. Well, okay. So, consequences, yes. I, I just and I just want to touch on the mental health thing that you've been, you just said. Yeah. And... I've been reading some stuff this week, a lot of people posting about how um, how we shouldn't be focusing on the fact that a lot of people are bringing up that mental health is the issue in a lot of these fucking shootings. No, yeah, like schizophrenia, absolutely not. That is not a dangerous diagnosis. Those people are absolutely okay. wonderful. And, and, and it's coming from people that I absolutely would never, ever think that would be posting this. Like, they, they're trying so fast fucking hard to make it so that guns are the only thing that are bad in this situation Mm. we just need to fucking get rid of guns how are we able to survive as a country for so goddamn long without fucking guns like killing people in a mass murder like every week Mm -hmm. like how are we able to do it why is it all of a sudden like right now we're just like Oh fuck! Well, now we can't handle it. God damn it! We're just uh, we're just not we're too big for our britches now. We yeah. gotta we gotta start controlling ourselves on it. Yeah. What's the empirical data for like when the Virginia Techs and Columbine started happening? Like tragic events, but like why is that all of a sudden like now a thing? Like, yeah. In the eighties, seventies, and sixties, guns existed back then, but mm-hmm. I don't remember this being an issue. Yeah. Why is that? And it's uh, I, and <laughs> I would have to say it's not because people are like, oh, you know what? I think it's acceptable to start shooting people now. No, I think it's a. Uh, we're, there's more people on this planet, for one. There's a shit ton of people on this planet. Yeah. There's so many people, and there's, it's, it's what is, the birth rates are way more than the death rates. Like, it's just, it's been like that. We're the opposite of Japan. Yes, and it's just like, right now, there's more people on this planet, and there's more people in this country than there ever has been. So that means, with that, there's more people that have mental issues, and they have emotional issues that have to get worked on in this country especially seems to have issues dealing with mental and emotional uh issues and how to treat it like that's like the last fucking thing that any money is ever uh, pushed towards or if it is there it's taken away first you know yeah the roads we drive on are fucking nice and pristine and get redone every goddamn year Mm -hmm. (laughs) but if you want to look for a treatment for mental health like yeah you're kind of fucked Right, like, exactly. Why is it? Yeah, uh, that could be a tangent. That'll I'll save that for be a maybe a more serious podcast in the future, and like it'll be clearly labeled as such. That way, you get to you know divvy through what is more amusing and what is more just like yeah. dude man this band is ranting about everything. Yeah, well, you know, this is actually kind of <laughs> kind of turned into a a rant podcast, but it just needed to happen because holy fuck, there was just so much shit this week. I mean, it mm. was a, it was an emotional week as far as just watching what was happening on the news. Oh my god, yeah. And then uh, you know, just because of the the how I was talking about what people post on Facebook, it it actually directly relates to exactly that, you know, mm-hmm. what what people posted, like everybody's reactions after it. And again, I understand everybody's like emotions are really high, you know. 
my emotions were high. I mean, it makes you really sad to see that, you know, that somebody's done that. You yeah. Know? And we, can we also stop rewarding the fucktards that go and cause these atrocities? Like, don't publish their name. Don't put their picture right? online. Like, last year. That's the there f- was, fucking problem. In yeah. Europe, there was that one pilot. I can't. Thank God I don't remember his yeah, name. Yeah, the guy drove his plane into the fucking mountain. Yes. And there was a passenger that was there that was trying to kick the fucking cockpit toward down when he recognized what was going on. Because he saw the pilot, who wasn't the one that was um, suicidal and going to take everyone down with him. So when the pilot went out to use the restroom, the co-pilot locked the cockpit door and started to descend immediately. And the pilot recognized what was going on after he like, came out of the bathroom and was like, desperately trying to get back in the cockpit. And so there's this really large individual who's like a passenger who's like, get out of the way, and like started trying to kick the fucking door down. Like, tell me his name. I want to know right? the heroes of exactly. this world. I want to popularize and make that rewarded. Like, yeah, I don't want the, I don't want the person that's trying to do it or has, has done it. I don't want them to be the ones that are getting all over the, the TV. Like you know? the individuals who saved the France train. Like one was a, right, a, a U.S. Marine. Like, yeah, popular. <laughs> Those guys more. were all over the place, and that was awesome. Yeah, like tell us about that. Don't glorify the shit that happens. Praise those and make fill the media outlets. Like, yes, scary news sells, and that's how the news works. And, and it, it's shitty that that happens and, that way. And the thing is, is that I'm fine with them talking about like maybe what led up to that. You know, like what caused that person, what led up to that? That's great, but that shouldn't be the fucking thing that's only focused on. Mm -hmm. What needs to be focused on is, you know, okay, this is the the people that died. This is them. Maybe we should see, like, okay, who is this person? You know, who is this person? Who is this person? Like, maybe it's hard to do. You got to do it tastefully. That's the thing, you know, and and, but that I think would probably serve the memory of those people a hell of a lot better than just being like, Oh my God! There's the fucking killer. This killer right here. Here's his face. We're just gonna keep it on the TV. His here, Facebook post you know? says blah 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 blah. Right, exactly. And just imagine the people that you know survived, like the people that survived who died. You know, like so their parents, mm. their grandparents. Oh, well, there's a massive ripple effect. Why the fuck? I mean, why would you do that? Why would you keep that person's face on the TV? I mean, that's that's uh, traumatic enough to lose somebody that way. Mm-hmm. Or to lose somebody, period. But just to have the person that fucking did this senseless thing just being shown and, you know, almost like, you know, idolized in a weird fucking disgusting way. I was just thinking, like, snuff them out of existence. Wipe their Facebook. They don't get any national media attention. Just be like, John Doe or Jane Doe committed a terrible crime and they don't get, like, no. Black bag over their fucking head, dude. I was listening. I caught myself listening to Pearl Jam's song, Jeremy, a couple times this week. And yeah. it's sad how that was made in, like, 1993 or 4 or something like that. And how it's so fucking relevant today and so scary. Yeah. It's very scary. And, uh, I mean, if there's anything I could say is just it, we, as a culture... We need to be shifting how we start thinking about how, one, we work with each other, two, how we deal with each other, and three, just our approach to how we are going to represent ourselves online. Like, it's not helping anything. If anything, like, it's it's starting to, it's, it's, it's getting to a boiling point where... <laughs> Bad things like this are going to keep happening. Yeah, they've been happening yeah, for unfortunately a decade. Like, it's like, how do we pull the plug? The internet is still kind of a is still kind of a, a young thing in this country, you know, or just in this world, you know. It's a cool tool, but people haven't realized the responsibility that you need to have mm. in order to, to 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 utilize that tool, you know. Didn't Dan Quayle, when he was running for president, try to claim that he invented the internet? No, that was... Uh, Ross Perot? No, 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 no. George Bush. Was, <laughs> God damn, dude. That was Al Gore. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> uh, can we Valiant bring? attempts each time, though. Could you imagine George W.? Yeah, I invented the internet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look at these assholes. They believe me. <laughs> it's actually not a bad impression. I was going for the shotgun method in terms of just naming off presidential hopefuls. Yeah, I know. Let's go and blame Al Gore then. Yeah. That's <laughs> fucking Al Gore. That's son of a bitch. He's super duper serial. Again, back to South Park. <laughs> <laughs> we have to make a, like, a goal to at least round robin once. Yeah. Back to that every show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Matt, uh, Matt Stone, Trey Parker, sorry. <laughs> you guys could totally say we're stealing your shit there. We'll, we'll accept that with a... Uh, Proper credit. With disclaimer. our asses out for you to smack yes. us. Ooh, please. <laughs> Yes. But, you know what, guys? It's starting to get to be that time there. It's getting a little late in our uh, in our podcast here. 
Our podcast hour of love. Podcast hour of love. But uh, I am Dude Man. And I'm, I'm the Spaz. Here with my buddy the Spaz. Uh, like I say every single week, if you got any hate mail, any uh, anything terrible you want to say about the show, just send it to the Spaz at WTHpodcast.com. As always, dick pics, Dude Man at WTHpodcast.com. Mm-hmm, or can, if you oh. find the newfound... Um, what is it? Two girls, one cup, or another lemon party, or another goat sea? Please send that to Dude Man. He loves to be brought up love to this. Love it, love it. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have no response to that. <laughs> I introduced oh. someone to that last night for the first time. Yeah, she was like, "What's Bukiki?" And I'm like, oh, "I have a surprise for you." <laughs> oh man! Oh my God! They do that. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, when it got to the nastier ones, I like went to the Urban Dictionary definition to allow her to like decide <laughs> if she wanted to be exposed to it. That was kind of you. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not completely evil all the time. Oh, man. Okay, continuing here. If you want to leave us a voicemail, if you got anything funny or hate mail or whatever, you just want to tell us that we suck, um, just go to voicemail.wthpodcast.com. You can just check out the website at wthpodcast.com. Um, you have anything that you need to add there, Spaz? I do not do not all right well thank you so much for hanging with us this week we will talk to you next week have a good one